you're listening to Centigrades, a weekly podcast for undergraduate students who want to develop their study skills, gain study confidence and ultimately enjoy their studies. Here is where I help you to ignite your study skills and reduce stress and burnout. I'm a study coach and a specialist one-to-one study skills tutor and for many years I've been helping university students to develop confident, creative and autonomous study techniques. Join me weekly for tips and strategies for successful study. I hope you enjoy my approach to making the most of your undergraduate studies by building resilience, maintaining your energy and developing a great set of study skills. Hi and welcome to this week's edition of Centigrades. I'm Joanna and today I talk briefly about dissertation timelines for those of you who are writing your final year dissertation. So here we are in November and if you're doing your dissertation this academic year and you haven't already made a timeline then it's time to get one done so that you can manage your dissertation with much more ease and a lot more confidence. The time and energy needed for a dissertation can make the whole process seem overwhelming. To help avoid the overwhelm, the ideal time to make a start is early in the academic year, if not before, during the late summer months, which is a time when some students begin to develop their subject knowledge through background reading. In reality though, many students don't make that early start and all is not lost if you're only beginning now. But do make that start soon. A dissertation is an opportunity to demonstrate your mastery of a subject you've chosen. It's a lengthy piece of academic writing usually focused on original research. Writing a dissertation requires preparation and working through stages coming up with a title, narrowing the title down, usually with the help of your supervisor, researching, reading, writing a proposal, and that's just the start. Then comes writing two or more drafts, followed by the vital editing and proofreading stages as you head towards the final submission date. Each stage of the process should be given its fair share of time and effort. Making a dissertation timeline allows you to break down the process into key stages and then give each one a realistic amount of time to complete it. Having a timeline allows you to see clearly each stage of the dissertation process mapped out in time chunks throughout the year, showing you at a glance how much time you have available as you progress. So you can keep track of what you should be doing during each month Better still, each week, right up until the final deadline. The stages will not be quite the same for all students, so you'll need to check the guidelines for your course of study to know exactly what to include. You should also add to your timeline any key dates you've been given, such as supervision meetings. My aim, then, is to encourage you to take an organised approach to planning tasks and managing your time to get this monster task of writing your dissertation done 
with a little less stress. I've got four different timeline methods for you to choose from using both digital and non-digital tools. Number one, Gantt chart. Number two, academic wall calendar. Number three, journey representation. And number four, post-it notes. The first method, which seems the most common choice for timelines, is a Gantt chart, a visual representation of activities using coloured bars on a chart. Each bar indicates when the activity starts, how long it will take and when it will end. Gantt charts are often made using Excel, but other online tools can be used and may even be preferred. My second suggested method for making a timeline is the use of an academic wall planner. Having one of these large, even giant planners on your wall gives you a clear overview of your year ahead. You can get them in laminated form so that you can write on and wipe off and also non-laminated paper form so you can just write on those. Um, and you can also add stickers to represent your activities and times, which is something you might find really useful. Third on my list is the journey representation. And this one I like a lot because it's really fun and creative. So you just need to use a large sheet of plain paper and draw a path curving around from the top left, top left to the bottom right of the page using two bold parallel lines. The path then represents your dissertation journey. Along the path, you will plot your tasks and deadlines. This, of course, can also be produced digitally using Canva, for instance. My fourth and final method is the post-it note method. And this is perhaps the most interactive of the timeline options that I suggest. It's got a real kinesthetic element. So if you like to use your hands and move things around, then you're probably going to find this one works well for you. You simply write your activities on your post-it notes and then arrange them in a line across the wall or, or even on a poster or whiteboard. Different colours can be used to differentiate the different tasks. And if you like, you can remove each post-it note as the task is completed, which is what I like to do. Um, large post-it notes with lines on them are really probably the best ones to use here. So there you have it, four great options for producing a timeline to map out and follow your dissertation through to its completion. Now, whether you choose a digital or non-digital method, your timeline should not be forgotten about. It's going to work well for you if you can see it easily if, and if you can engage with it regularly. You can adapt any of the four methods to better suit the way that you study, but make sure that it's really visible all the time. Okay, so I'd love to find out which of the methods works for you best. So please get in touch and let me know. I finished today by encouraging you to stay ahead during your dissertation writing process. Try your best not to fall behind by staying focused on your timeline and dealing with any setbacks promptly so that you can stick with the programme and get the task done. If you've enjoyed this episode of Centigrades, don't forget to subscribe 
so you don't miss my future episodes. Thanks so much for listening.